I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. But it is Sports Overnight America. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. We hope you do a different kind of show, as you know, for many, many years right here on Sports Overnight America. We'll talk political side of sports, economic side of sports, all sides of sports right here. You can listen to us on Sirius 217, XM203, all those apps, Sports Byline, Sports Map. Radio stations like KSHP 1400 in beautiful, warm Las Vegas, Nevada. And of course, uh, American Forces, guys and gals, uh, you stay very, very healthy. Mark Mancini will join us, the world's worst sports handicapper. Art Source uh, will join us. Uh, he was off last uh, time as far as uh, he's, get, he's now 126 years of age. He was in Mexico celebrating and the hurricane hit. So we'll talk to Art about that. We'll play some uh, Baron sports trivia and find out what these guys actually know. All right, in sports, uh, let's talk Thursday night football. First time NFL on Amazon. They had a problem. We had a problem. The audio and video did not necessarily mesh for the entire game, off and on. So locally here in Southern California, I was able to turn to my local channel 11 and there the audio and video did mesh. So I said, okay, so maybe it's my Wi-Fi." except when I woke up Friday morning, there are all kinds of notes and letters and mentions that other people also had the problem as far as Amazon's very first performance. So love your thoughts, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And uh, Herb Streak and Michaels, what did you think of their first performance? I Look, I think Al is one of their best play-by-play guys, and I think Kirk is one of the best uh, color commentators. I'm not sure they meshed at all, to tell you the truth. Maybe it was because they knew the audio and the video wasn't together. I don't know, and it was just the first game. We can discuss that, sportsfredadeo.com, sportsfredadeo.com. Let's go back to Monday Night Football. And honestly, the worst call I've ever seen or heard or watched or viewed in the history of my following the National Football League. I started at the age of five. Nate Hackett, Paul Sud, goes for a 64-yard field goal. That was close, but it didn't matter. if it, Even if it made it, the odds were against it. You've got Russell Wilson, who 32 times has led his club back in the fourth quarter when he's with Seattle. Now he's with Denver against Seattle. You didn't give him a shot at fourth and five. Give me a break. All right, we're going to take a break. 
and come back with the guys and a whole lot more right here on Sports Overnight America. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors about bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a seven-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Are you looking for solutions for health and wellness at home? Please visit antiagingbed.com. They are on a mission to use proven technology to provide you with healthy solutions to many conditions that affect all of us physically and mentally. Use promo code wellness for your discount. Antiagingbed.com technology proven to help you feel your best. Use promo code wellness, antiagingbed.com. Feel your best. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into art class. A four-foot replica of the Statue of Liberty using elbow macaroni. With glue and art supplies from Staples. By tomorrow. This week, Crayola 24-count crayons, Staples comp books, and two-pocket poly folders are each just 50 cents. Get everything on your list at amazing prices. This year, go forward to school with Staples. Shop in-store, online, or buy online and pick up in-store. Ends 9-10, limit 30. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? (laughs) Okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Sports Overnight America. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. So much to talk about. On Thursday night, uh, we had Amazon and the NFL for the very first time trying to get together. And, folks, uh, there were problems. Problems the audio and the video didn't actually mesh. They were like five or ten seconds apart at some points. I turned to locally here on channel 11 because the, the chargers were involved. So we got the TV that way and it was fine. But then I went back uh, to Amazon and again, most of the game was off and on as far as the sound was concerned. So Mark, I know you didn't, uh, you don't have Amazon, but uh, you might've watched the game on channel 11. What'd you think of the first performance of Al and Herb street together uh, on Amazon TV and uh, the national football? League? Well, Herb street's good, but he's not Chris Collinsworth. And him and Al Michaels built a good, great team. You know, it's like Dick Enberg and Merlin Olson and 
the list goes on and on, but it was, it was okay. And I'm watching on channel 11. I don't know what I'm going to do this Thursday because the Steelers and Browns will be getting it on. And I hope that crap ain't on Amazon and it's on something else. No, it's just on Amazon. Totally. Oh. Nowhere else. Uh, Another way to get more money out of us with the yeah. 500 cable channels that we got. So uh, I got a hunch that Art Source uh, watched the game on uh, Amazon. Art, what did you think of the first performance of Al and Kirk and the the, the not meshing of the sound and the, uh, the video, some parts of the game? Well, you know, I've got a pretty big 65-inch TV, and I was really impressed with the quality of the picture. But like you said, when people are talking and you're hearing, you know, it's like watching an old Japanese movie where they, where they you know, dubbed everything in there. It was kind of bizarre. It was like three to five seconds mm -hmm. off. And, and I figured they might have a few little glitches like that because it's a new, a new ordeal. But, uh, you know, just so Mark knows, he can catch his Steelers next week. Not a big problem. Just go to any sports bar. They're actually allowing the sports bars who don't have streaming rights to put the game on. They have a special direct TV channel set up just for those sports bars that carry the NFL package. Now that's another way to get money. They do it all the time here in Pens in, uh, in South Southwest Pennsylvania. You know, we get stuck with the Baltimore Ravens on TV and they put us, you know, second in line. So we have to go to a bar to actually watch the Steeler game, even though the Steelers get the best ratings. It's a way I think to protect, project a little uh, income into the, the sports bars who pay all that money. Wow. Again, uh, our art, uh, Mark, like Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels, I'm not, I'm not a big Chris fan. Uh, you think in the end, uh, uh, Herb Street and uh, Michaels will do as well or better as far as uh, people liking or disliking? Well, I mean, I look at it like this. I mean, yeah, it's going to take a little used to. It's going to have to be an acquired taste. But, you know, I like those flamboyant type of guys. Collinsworth's funny, man. He, him and Romo and, and, and these guys across the board, they, they lighten it up. They make it fun to watch it. And I think that's what it's, you know, a little bit of entertainment mixed in with experience and knowledge. But, uh, you know, hey, Fred, is, am I mistaken? But Artie's kind of looking like Terry Bradshaw there on the video. Let's see. Uh, folks, if you're watching this, uh, I'm going <laughs> to take a look at Art. Uh, you look like Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> I feel like Terry Bradshaw's grandfather. <laughs> I saw I saw Bradshaw in a movie uh, this week uh, again with uh, side of him, <laughs> Derica, Jessica Parker, and uh, uh, it was uh, I, I'd seen it before. But uh, anyways, okay, so uh, the Thursday night game, uh, Chargers find a way to lose it. You know, an interesting uh, art. They lost it on ninety nine uh, yard interception return. Uh, by Mr. Watson, and that was fantastic, except I think it's on the Chargers. I'll tell you why. They had just thrown a 32-yard pass to Everett, and he had also cut another pass on that drive. He was tired. If you're a tight end and you're going to do a little two-yard slant, you're going to go one way or the other. It seemed to me he was too tired to move, and so he stayed where he was, and then Herbert threw the interception. Your comments. Well, it goes back to old football again. You're at the one-yard line, Fred. Why are you throwing the football? Run the ball in the end zone. You know, and I mean, this is my whole process with this uh, this pistol offense where the quarterback lines, lines up six yards behind the line of scrimmage. You're on the other team's one-yard line. They snap you the ball. You turn and you hand it off. 
you know, you're six yards behind the line of scrimmage against the defense that's selling out. That never made any sense to me. Never. I mean, I love the offense in the middle of the field, but not on the goal line. You know, the greatest minds in football, Lombardi, Landry, Hallis, they would be spinning in the grave if they saw you come out in the shotgun formation on the goal line. I mean, even the great Sid Gilman, the father of the vertical offense, he would say, what are you doing? The defense has nothing to, to lose but to fire out, and you're getting guys hit, you know, at the four, three-yard line. But, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think half these guys are in shape. We talked about it last night on Sports Biz LA. They don't use the preseason properly. Some coaches do, other coaches don't. But I got to tell you, they better protect this kid. I don't know what happened with his ribs. I haven't heard the report yet, but that was a pretty mean hit. He got hit really hard twice. And Justin Herbert is a generational quarterback. And they talked about how they revamped their offensive line. Uh, I really couldn't tell they revamped their offensive line, just like Cincinnati against Pittsburgh. Mark, who's the better quarterback? Uh, the Kansas City QB or the Charger QB? Your opinion? Well, Mahomes still has to have the upper nod here. I mean, he's won a Super Bowl, but the Chargers, I still think that them, those San Diego days, they just can't seem to turn the corner. And living in San Diego, and that one year where they went to, through Pittsburgh and then got blasted by the 49ers, I mean, this Charger team has always been lacking that next step attitude. And, 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 and I don't know what it is. I mean, you look at this team and it's, it's a killer instinct, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. It they really don't, is. they don't have it. And I'll tell you another team, Fred, and you'll probably agree. These teams that are looking for 15 minutes of fame and quarterbacks, Trey Lance is not a quarterback. <laughs> and when are the 49ers going to realize that they should have took Kyle Pitts out of Florida and just left Jiffy Garoppolo do his thing along with Kittles there, they would have had something. All right, that's Mark Mancini. That's our source. I'm Fred. You can email us, sportsfredatao.com, sportsfredatao.com. I want to go back to Monday night, art source, and the worst call I've ever seen in my entire life. Nathaniel You're not going to let me kick the 64-yard field goal, Fred? Son, son of uh, Paul Hackett. You were a kicker for the Rams. Uh, what would you think of the, uh, of the call? you got a quarterback in Russell Wilson who 32 times in a decade has led his team back in the fourth quarter. Now you've got fourth and five versus 64 yard field goal. I'm sorry. The percentages are with Wilson. And uh, uh, again, I, I know it's his first game as a coach, but I'm not a coach. There are 10 year old kids who would have gone with Russell Wilson. What was he thinking? John McKay did the same thing to me in my first ever game against UCLA in 1975. Ricky Bell got dropped for a five-yard loss. It went from a 52-yard field goal to a 57-yard field goal into the wind. And he goes, Artie, are you ready? Well, of course I'm ready. It's my first kick in college football. I'll go out and give it a rip into a 30-mile-an-hour wind. I had two chances, Slim and none, and Slim left town. But I feel like the same situation. Russell Wilson is the kind of quarterback that can get you five yards. I would have come out in a spread offense, spread everybody out, taken big splits, dropped back, looked around. If nobody's open, couldn't dump it out of the backfield, let Russell get you five yards. You had th How about the clock management in the last minute? He let 30 seconds run off the clock. Ridiculous. I, I think that was a learning experience. Hopefully, you know, uh, Nate, 
Nathaniel Hackett will learn from this. I know his quarterback had his back this week in the Denver papers, which I think is great because I still think this team has a real good legitimate chance to be a playoff contender or a wild card type team. But, uh, you know, I, it's amazing. You know, they made this transition to an offensive quarterback coaching staff and their defense just didn't look the same as it looked the last couple of years. It's amazing how it works. Same guys, but different, different perspectives. Well, Mark, not, not, not only what, that, I, I've always said, well, no, I've always said, you know, Pete Carroll, you know, when you look at USC coaches, I'm taking three of them and you can have everybody else. I'm taking John McKay, I'm taking Pete Carroll, and I'm taking Lincoln Riley. Nothing against John Robinson, but Pete Carroll is going to surprise a lot of people with Geno Smith playing quarterback there. A lot of people, I mean, they can go 2-0, and you know, down the line here. Who knows, you know, uh, or 3-0, 4-0, depending on their schedules. But I'm telling you, Seattle, Pete Carroll's worth some wins. All right, we'll be back with more on Sports Overnight America right after this. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. 
The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Sports Overnight America. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. It's now time for Baron Sports Trivia. Maybe my favorite part of the show. We try to prove what uh, Mark and Art know or don't know right here on the show. And of course, Art, we got to ask you every week. I know you're on uh, these legal drugs to keep you up all night and to answer these questions. What are you on this evening? I've got a I've got a new a new tropic that I really like called Awaken because you know we're on so late at night, Fred. For a guy 126 years old to be up and and prime and ready to fire out, I need a little caffeine in there too. But I will tell people if you feel like you're a little bit slow and sluggish, there are some great things out there like Prevagen and Focus Factor that'll give you that edge you need as we get a little bit older and you walk upstairs to a room and go, what the heck am I doing up here? You know, I mean, that happens. It's called the senior moment or for me, a super senior moment. But yeah, it's it's helped me out a lot. All right, Mark, you're half that age. Let's go with sports trivia. Who was the first African-American after Arthur Ashe to win a Wimbledon singles title? Who was the first African-American after Arthur Ashe to win a Wimbledon singles title? This is tricky, Mark. This is tricky. Think about it for a second. (laughs) Was Was it Smith? I can't think of his first name. If you can't, how about his last name? How about her last name? How about his middle name? Oh, God. When I've got it on the, I think I got it on the tip of the tongue, but I just can't. You know when you remember everything, but you just can't put it together, and then you try to. This is like another stump with trying to figure out James Franco the other day, and I knew everything, but I didn't know the movie plays in. Uh, okay. uh, I wanted, uh, what's, what's the answer right here on Baron Sports Trivia? The first African-American. After Arthur Ashe to win at Wimbledon singles title. Art Source, what's the answer? Serena Williams. Wrong. Then it was Venus oh. Williams. Venus Williams is the answer to that question. We only give See you how that. tricky that question was, Mark. Yeah. That Freddie's throwing sliders at us. <laughs> hey, I got to tell you guys something. I'm not a big tennis guy. But man, oh man, that Alvarez, I, I watched that U.S. Open. I was pulling for the Italian kid. But that next round when he went up against the United States kid, this Alvarez kid, he's dangerous, man. Yeah. Uh, he's fun to watch. There's no question about that. Art Source, uh, question number two right here in Baron Sports Trivia. This is in your bailiwick. Uh, how many left-handed golfers have ever won an LPGA event? Left-handed golfer, LPGA. How many? None. None. None, you're saying? Yep. Mark, is that correct? Yeah, it's correct. None. Both wrong. The answer is uh, Bonnie Bryant in 1974, according to my book. But anyway. What what tournament was that, Fred? Yeah. I have no idea. But anyway, just it was in the book. So you're saying wrong. Okay, but tell me why (laughs) left-handers are at such a disadvantage 
in major tournaments on the golf course. Well, I don't, I don't think they are anymore. I mean, you've got some really great players out there on the LIV tour and the PGA tour who are left-handed now. Um, Phil Mickelson won a major at 52 years of age. Um, I actually think lefties have an advantage in certain, certain venues because we're, we're, we're a, a right-handed golfer has to fade the ball into the fairway. A left-handed golfer can hit a slinging hook and get a little more distance. Like at Augusta National, I think that's why Phil's had the success he's had there. Um, I don't think it is a disadvantage. I think, uh, you know, like much like Jack Nicholas, Phil was a natural right-hander. Jack was a natural left-hander, and they, their, their dominant hand was the, the low hand on the, on the grip. And I think that makes for great golfers. It was amazing. When you met Jack Nicholas. his left wrist, seriously, was two inches bigger, like tennis players, than his right wrist. And, I mean, he had such an amazing ability to gouge the ball and drive down on it. Um, you know, people don't give that man the credit. To win 18 majors, not counting his, his U.S. amateurs, I mean, you know, they, they figured Tiger was going to blow right by him. Well, again, slim and none are the chances Tiger has of, of beating that record, in my opinion. All right, it's Art Source, Mark Mancini. I'm Fred right here on uh, Sports Overnight America. We're playing some Baron Sports trivia. Uh, this is uh, to Mark, uh, the world's worst sports handicapper. Uh, yeah. According to the latest news, what NCAA school has had more transfer portal starters over the past two seasons? When they opened it up, Mark, two years ago, which NCAA football school has actually had the most of these guys as starters over the past two seasons? Any thoughts? Well, I, I, it's either between USC and Alabama, and USC had 19 this year, so I'm going to stick with USC. Okay, but the 19 not necessarily all start. We have to work with well, the question again is right, how many, right. How I many would, then I would say Alabama. Alabama. Okay, uh, Art Source, I bet you know this answer. Wow. You think I would? Uh, because, um, it was, because it was in the LA Times, I think, or yeah, I think it was a couple of days ago. You know, I'd say in the last year it would have been USC, but over two years with Clay Helton, that's a whole different kettle of fish. Um, I'm going to go with UCLA. And you're right. Wow. UCLA and Chip Kelly was very, very upset when that news came out because obviously UCLA never had to steal kids before, and now they're stealing kids from around the country. Yeah, that's right up and his alley, and too. Any thoughts about Chip? I mean, Chip is Chip. I mean, these guys have major league egos, do they not? Major league egos? My God, they can hardly get in the room, you know, right. together when they get together at these conference meetings. Mark, you have something you want to say. Go ahead. Well, no, I know, Fred, you're not a big Chip Kelly guy, but I'm going to tell you, I don't want to say UCLA football has been conservative over the years with Darrell and Donahue and some of these other guys that they had. <laughs> But Chip Kelly's going to put his footprints on this uh, school before it's all said and done. I really so think there'll only be two hundred million in debt instead of a hundred million in debt. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he's a good. He's a good coach. Look what he he wasn't worth the darn in the pros, but look what he did at Oregon. He what went to do at Oregon. He, he, he took Bilotti's guys and won some games. At, at, as, as Art just said, Bilotti became the athletic director. So Chip Kelly had four years of his players. As soon as that ran out. Uh, he left. 
He knew Much what was like John Robinson. Well, what, what about what about Cristobal? What did, what did he do at Oregon? And he 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 was reaping the benefits. And now Cristobal he went to took, Miami. Took that team took that team to the cusp of a national championship and parlayed that into a hundred million dollar contract with Miami. Not, not bad. Yeah. Okay. Since we're, since we're talking college sports, let's talk college basketball. Since I was a Bruin fan since the age of five. Uh, who broke UCLA streak of seven consecutive NCAA basketball tournament championships way, way back uh, under John Wooden? Am I, am I leading uh, off? You're leading uh, off. Yeah. Connecticut and Gino Arresmia. No, I'm talking men. Yeah. Oh, I don't I, think anybody's broken it yet. No, who they had a streak oh, yeah, of seven. Somebody broke it. They had a broke of they had a streak of seven straight NCAA championships. Between 67 and 73, who beat them in 74? Oh, it was North Carolina State. Ah. You say North Carolina State. You sure about that? Not really. But you think so? Mm -hmm. By the way, where's your hat? He gives me this hat stuff. I'm trying to keep this bald spot to a minimum here. You know, I got to let that hair breathe a little, Fred. No, but I mean, I like to know what your allegiance is on a certain night. That's all. So some like, days it's Titleist, some days it's Callaway, other nights it's uh, Nike. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a front runner. You know how that is. Mark, is it North Carolina State that ended UCLA's streak at seven? I think it's North Carolina. Well, one of you were right, and one of you would be wrong, and uh, Art's right, and Mark's wrong. Ah, Jimmy Valvano. But, North Carolina State, uh, David Thompson, Monty Tao, Tom Borowick. Bruins had a 10-point lead in overtime. And one of the few times in John Wooden's career, they managed to blow it. Bill Walton still talks about it. And, <laughs> of course, they come back in 75 well, and uh, win again. Fred, what doesn't Bill Walton talk about? <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, the good news is, anyways... Um, hey, Fred, what's more impressive, UCLA with all the, that winning streak in the NCAA or the Celtics rolling off a bunch of them for the NBA championships in the 60s? 11 out of 13? Yeah, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I, think, I, I think the best streak in sports, hot, bigger than both of those, would be the Lakers. UCLA, UCLA's 38 consecutive tournament victories. All right, we're going to take a break. And come back with the guys and a whole lot more right here on Sports Overnight America.
Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for sports stuff you definitely could not do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover. On America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. If you work remote, Staples has you covered. Stylish office decor to turn my finished basement into a complete workspace solution. Staples has you covered. A desk that's all business, but not too businessy. Staples has you covered. And now at Staples, take up to 50% off select chairs and up to 75% off select desks. Plus, with 25% off Staples furniture support, we'll assemble your new furniture and guarantee it against wear and defects. Explore solutions for your remote workspace at Staples. Ends 9-3 in-store only. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. You know what a booster shot can be like? Charging a cell phone. Just like a cell phone charger helps restore your battery, a booster is given after a primary series vaccination to enhance or restore protection against COVID-19, which wanes over time. Boosters are recommended for people five years and older. Schedule a booster appointment as soon as eligible. You can even make the appointment on your phone, as long as it's charged. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Sports Overnight America. Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicap or art source, uh, needs pills to stay up at night, all legal, to stay up late at night at 126 years of age. And Fred, who's uh, asking some of the questions and uh, sometimes knows the answer, sometimes he doesn't, uh, you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. There's so much to talk about. I want to go back to last week when Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred, I don't know how he keeps his job, Again, there's 11 votes uh, for the new rules, and Manfred's guys have six. The Players Association, four. 
and the umpires have won. So of course, everything Manfred wanted, he got, including the shift thing, the anti-shift thing. Mark, you like the anti-shift rule or do you dislike the anti-shift rule? No, I, I think everybody should play their position. I don't, I don't understand it. The Dodgers have taken it up to a whole different level. And to me, it's ridiculous. I mean, stay in your position, play the game like it is supposed to be played instead of this big shift in everything. It just, it, I think it takes away from, you know, the purest in baseball. That's just my but, opinion. But, but wait a minute. So I don't know if you answered the question. Should you have the right to put as many guys on one side or not? Yes, or should you not have that right? That's the question. Uh, well, you know, I don't think you should have that right. You don't think I, you should really, have that right? Okay, so, okay, so when I, baseball was invented by Abner Doubleday, way back when he did it, okay, did they actually – play these guys is it written in stone that you have to play the second baseman at you know he why shouldn't he be right on second base if he's the second baseman well let me let me ask you uh, you you and i and fred have been watching baseball since the 70s the 80s the 90s and why all of a sudden are we taking this game and, and, and and tweaking it like this it's almost like putting a guy at second base in extra innings let me ask you a question if willie stargell was coming to the plate all right and this is Willie Stargell in his prime. Where would you have your shortstop? <laughs> well, you probably have him at second base. That's what I'm talking about. So here's my way of looking at it. What if you start as the pitch is being delivered right at second base as the shortstop? And this, as the pitcher's throwing the ball, you kind of slide over to your left a little bit. So, Could but, you do but, that? Well, I, still, I'm, I'm saying stay in your position. I'm not a man for guy either. I'm like Fred, but I will tell you this, and a lot of people I've talked to love the interleague. I like teams playing each other all the time. Not in September, though, Mark. Oh, I mean, but, how, I don't how want to play teams, divisional games in September. Who cares about the Rockies and Diamondbacks 45 times a year? Are you who cares about the Padres? <laughs> the Padres and Orioles would be fun in September. Why do we have divisions? If the, that doesn't matter, Mark. But you 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 already have an influx of divisions. They're playing, all they're all they're doing is bringing the thing down to what thirteen games against division opponents. I think that's more than enough. I would like twenty five. You've I, already I, blown out your division by twenty five games. No, what I'm saying is, I, I would like the hostility between the fans and the the Giants and the Dodgers and things like that. I think no, that's the Dodgers and Padres, Dodgers and Giants, Yankees and Red Sox. Those are classic matchups. Okay, if, I, mean, I got to tell you, if, you know how many people come to Baltimore when the Yankees play the Baltimore Orioles in Baltimore? It's three quarters of the stadium is New York Yankee fans because a they can't afford to go to a game at Yankee Stadium, and b they get tickets. They take the I ninety five train down. Here's the thing. Okay, so Fred, you're we've we've chopped off five games with the Dodgers and Giants, but they've chopped off what fourteen games a year with the Pirates and the Phillies. And nobody says anything about that. No, I mean, I, I think the, the, the division should mean something. I think there should be more games in the division and not fewer games in the division. That's just my opinion. Mark, hey Fred, hey Fred, you know what? Here's the other part of that. Less wear and tear on the body. Yeah. Okay. You're taking these flights from, from Seattle to Miami. Really? <laughs> That's like an interminable flight. It's like flying from L.A. to, to you know, New Zealand. It's ridiculous. I think it's, you know, you, you should stay in your geographical area and then make it a special situation. You know, when you go play the Cubs or you go play, you know, the Phillies, but your natural rivalries, you need to play at least six games in these natural rivalries. 
I mean, at least six, even if you're in different divisions. Because like like Mark said, Mets and Yankees, Phillies and Pirates, you know, even Milwaukee and Minnesota, that's a heck of a series. People don't see them as often. Since you know? when was the Marlins and Phillies a rivalry compared to the Pirates and Phillies? That's what I mean. Yeah. But who are, who are the Marlins? <laughs> hey, Mark, let me, Mark, let me ask you a question. It's the bottom of the ninth. Game's tied at five. Pirates are home. They have the bases loaded and uh, no outs. Should the Phillies, in this case, have the right to put five infielders and two outfielders, yay or nay? I don't, I don't think so. I don't, don't think, think so. so. Why not? Well, that would be that, that. That would be a question. Is, is it right for baseball to, to tell a manager when you uh, you know a pitcher has to pitch to three batters? I agree. I don't. I think that's a ridiculous rule. I do you did it for time. When I'm Art, what do you think? Should you have the right to play two outfielders and five infielders? Or yes, you should. Yes, you do. I mean, in my opinion, you have to try to win the game. That's the object of the game of baseball. And I don't think there's a rule in any major league book or any you know, Abner Doubleday book that says you can't play your nine guys other than the pitcher and the catcher who have to be on the mound and behind the plate anywhere you want. I mean, what does bother me is the short right fielder, the softball right fielder where the second baseman goes out. <laughs> you know, the new rule next year is going to be, you have to have your feet somehow on the infield. So, you know what I'm hearing they're going to do? The grounds crew is just going to make the infield a little deeper. So, so slow, Fred and Artie, what about what about the, the the bigger base? What's the deal with that? Yeah, well, it's going to cost more stolen bases. You're eight inches closer to second base. <laughs> that that's a ridiculous rule too. But this one's even worse. You ready? The the if you're a pitcher starting next year, let's say there's a Maury Wills type on first base. There are very few in baseball uh, in recent vintage. Let's say he's on first base and he takes a six or seven foot lead and step lead and you throw to first safe you throw again as a pitcher safe you cannot throw it over there a third time unless you get him out or it's a balk which and means stealing right there <laughs> which means you're stealing automatically on the on the very next pitch it's absolutely so what ludicrous is that the ridic most ridiculous thing you've ever seen or heard in your yeah. life is Nobody bizarre. thought about that. Only one you know, thing. Only one thing's worse than that is all these IRS agents who don't pay their taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on, on a serious note, somebody had to stop Manfred and say, "Wait a minute! You've now opened it up to where either the pitcher can never throw to first well, base, the, the, or if he throws twice, the the runner at that point has got a basically freedom to steal second. It means nothing." Well, now, the the problem here is Fred and Artie is. Manfred's trying to speed up a game that never had a time clock in it. Which makes that's, it, that's why baseball was called the American pass time. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I, you know. I, know, I know when I first got my license at 16 and I started driving uh, to Dodger stadium, not once. And I mean this, if the score nine to one, that's different. Not once. If the game was four to three or five to three or something like it, did I ever leave before the ninth inning or 10th inning or 11th inning or 12th inning. Art, did you ever leave early uh, if the game was tied? Just once when my dad had to get back to the restaurant on Babo <laughs> Island. But, 
you know, I agree with you, Fred. I went to the baseball game. I rooted for extra innings. I wanted to see more baseball, you know. And when I went there in the old days, I, I, I tried to get in the stadium as early as possible to watch batting practice, to take in. It was a five-hour, you know, ordeal. It was fantastic. I mean, that's what baseball was all about for kids. And that's what baseball better figure out real quick. With the average yeah. baseball fan 55 years old, they better find a way to get these kids back into baseball. Mark, go ahead. You know, and you guys remember this. When the riots were here, they they, they shortened the games where the Phillies and Expos came in. With You had the traditional doubleheaders. You weren't charged for a day-night doubleheader. So you can tell what's happening uh, across the uh, board in, 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 in baseball now. Now they're here's one admission. The Dodgers got one Tuesday with the Diamondbacks. It's a doubleheader. There's one admission for the day, and then you come back at night for the second admission. It's ridiculous. That's why they call it a day-night doubleheader. And uh, that's, again, they're in, in many ways, they're screwing the fans. And so, you know, thinking- Fred, my first ever Major League Baseball game was 1965. Right. And I went to a doubleheader on, on uh, Memorial Day, Yankees and the uh, Yankees and the Indians. And I saw sudden Sam McDowell and Louis Tiant pitch against Fred, my wife's still here, Peterson, and Mel Stottlemyre. And I got to tell you, it was seven hours of the most fun I ever had in my life. I mean, that was a doubleheader, my first experience at old Yankee Stadium as an eight-year-old kid. And I still, to this day, remember in vivid fashion, just watching the great players, Max Dalvis and Mickey Mantle and Tommy Trash and all the great players that were on those teams. And and I mean, I think it's a fantastic thing occasionally to give the fans a little love and say, come on out to the doubleheader. We're going to pack this place. It's going to be exciting. Two for one. Yeah. You know, I watch a lot. I watch almost all the games because I have the, uh, uh, the, uh, the package uh, through direct TV. So there are some teams that do that. I think Baltimore, of course they don't draw, but Baltimore does. I think Baltimore has, the fact that they, you know they don't have they try not to have day night doubleheaders barring rain or something like this and so they have more doubleheaders and if you buy even if it's a day night thing they allow in some situations the fan just buy the one ticket and stay for the two games i think that's the way you get people back into the game exactly I think the company they, they've lost uh so fred that- who's your al manager of the year i'm sorry who's your al manager of the year uh let's see it's not joe madden it's not (laughs) um it's down to two guys one of them's in cleveland and one's in baltimore i i actually think i actually i would vote for hyde because the fact that the orioles are a very young club Mm -hmm. cleveland's not old but baltimore is younger and they brought up some guys now that are showing some uh, uh, Rutschman and uh, Henderson. They are they are fun to watch. They really are. And they're only four and a half, five games out as we talk. You know, this weekend. So you know they're they're in a position where if they could get hot at the end of the year, this would be one of the great upsets. I believe at the at one point during the season when there were 12, 13 games under five hundred, you could get seventeen thousand to one on them winning the world title. Can you imagine throwing one shekel down? I mean, you'd be pretty excited about watching the Orioles the last 17 games. <laughs> hey, Mark, yeah. what, do you, what do you think of Dave Roberts as a manager? 
I think he's good, but here's the question I, I, I posted up uh, with the, with the LA faithful is if, if, if you guys get beat in the middle of October, I know division flags, you've won nine out of 10. I know that the, the national league championships and, and, and all this, and now you're going to shatter your, the major league record of wins, but who's going to take a fall here. If you guys don't get the job done this year, it shouldn't be Dave Roberts because I think Dave Roberts has done it a great job and an adequate job of management. I think Andrew Friedman's going to take the fall here. Nobody's going to take the fall because yeah. it's well, all then, good. Well, well, I'll tell you what really bothers me about the Dodgers is they've had an incredible amount of injuries to their pitching staff. Something they're doing wrong is leading to these guys getting elbow and forearm problems. All right. So the conditioning coach might be the guy to get the, get the X. <laughs> all right. We'll take a break and uh, come back to wrap things up on uh, Sports Overnight America. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. 
we can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-824-5131 That's 800-824-5131 Hey, welcome back everybody. This is Sports Overnight America. Mark Mancini, Art Source. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com USA Today this week uh, had an article on Joe Burrow, rarest of NFL quarterbacks. He has taken some very strong political positions uh, as far as gun control, as far as abortion and things like that. Uh, I don't know if he's going to become the next uh, Kaepernick or not, but at 23 years of age, uh, I got to give him credit for taking these stands, uh, agree or disagree. Mark, what do you say? Well, I'll tell you, every every year there's somebody coming up with stances. We, we've seen Stephen A. Smith going to try to run for presidency. And now we've got, uh, you know, this guy taking a stance. We had Kaepernick. So I guess everybody has their opinion. You know, it's kind of like sports teams. You know, you might not agree with it. You might disagree with it. But, uh, you know, hey, I love my pirates. Not many people like that. We, don't, we, we laugh at it. That's all. Art, what do you think of Joe Burrow taking strong opinions in the state of Ohio? Well, you know, he comes from a very, very depressed area in southeast Ohio. And he's put together a lot of funding for, for families that don't have food. And, you know, I kind of like a guy who has the leadership initiative. I don't agree with his views. Okay, that's just personally me. <laughs> But I, I'm okay with it. I think every American has the right to express their opinion, as long as they do it in a peaceful and organized manner. But I'm a believer in listening to the other side and formulating an opinion. I don't like this hammering of our society now where one side says, you know, you're a racist if you believe this and you're this if you believe that. That's not really healthy. Just let people believe what they want to believe. And have common discourse and, and, and be civil with each other. I mean, I'm really afraid for this country right now, you guys. It's so politicized in such a, a harmful way. It worries me deeply. I agree 100%. Uh, anyway, very quickly, Monday night, there's two games. Let's just quickly talk about one. Titans, a 10-point underdog at the Bills. Art, right, who do you like? I'm going to take very- the points in this one. Yeah, I'm taking the points, too. Mark, Titans of Bills on Monday night. Who do you like? Well, I like the revenge tour, and that's the Buffalo Bills, and I love Josh Allen. And somewhere along the line, Jalen Ramsey's in the back pocket of Stephon Diggs. Folks, remember now, Mark is the world's worst sports handicapper. <laughs> so now you got to jump on the Titans at 10 on Monday night. For Mark, for Art, for Mario, thank you very much for listening to Sports Overnight America. <laughs> 